Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Evan Porter, Dr. Physical Therapy Medical and FantasyPoints.com. Bienvenidos and Nuevo. Let's get started. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson, Jerome Ford, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, a bunch of other guys. And hopefully your teams did well in week seven. There are no teams on by in week eight. So that means week seven, I'm really going to take, uh, after this episode especially, some time to look at some some transactions that I really do recommend. I'll put those in the Patreon. Remember to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash injury prone. Shoot, shoot me a DM, join the Patreon, shoot me a DM. I'll refund you for the month just because it is starting to get to the mid-season point. Uh, the Patreon's a super interesting community where like-minded individuals can go ask fantasy football questions, talk about injury-related situations and what we can do to project forward. It's been a big value add for a lot of people in that uh, in that community. So get in there. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at FBInjuryDoc, for all of the up-to-date injury-projected timelines, stuff like that. But let's get to it. Deshaun Watson. This has been a headache of a situation, obviously probably more frustrating for Deshaun Watson as it is for fantasy managers. But unless you've been sort of in and out or kind of don't have a lot of Deshaun Watson on your roster, let me give you a breakdown of what's happened. In week three, Watson injured his throwing shoulder, sat out for week four. Um, He also sat out in week six, despite the fact that they had a bye week in week five. So he had the bye week, didn't get healthy, sat out again in week six. Then finally comes back last week. He looks really shaky throwing the ball. I put this up on Twitter. Go go look for it at FB Injury Doc on Twitter. But he looks like he's throwing a shot put. And the reason that he looks like he's throwing a shot put is because I think that it, that shoulder injury is not 100%. The subscapularis muscle, which we know is the muscle that he is primarily dealing with from an injury perspective. We know that muscle, and for the podcast audience, I'm doing a motion. It's the muscle that does this. When your arm is up at your side at 90 degrees and you rotate downward, that is the muscle, the subscapularis muscles is responsible for that motion. Obviously, when you throw, you need that, right? And when you, you watch Deshaun Watson right now, he looks like he's more here, where he's trying to sort of chop the ball away and almost looks like a shot put when he's trying to get it out. That tells me that he's, at the very least, even if it's not just the subscapularis muscle, there's some altered mechanics there he's, he's been dealing with. So then, of course, he gets knocked out. He gets put in concussion protocol, which was interesting i'll say um clears concussion protocol apparently but doesn't go back in now we know that his his shoulder mri came back clean apparently he was getting a shoulder mri this situation has been pretty much a mess and i don't really know at this point what is what i'll be 100 percent honest with you if anybody tells you they know what's going on they're lying to you the shoulder's obviously not 100 percent there's a possibility he can still get post-concussive symptoms this week, even though he's been cleared from protocol. This situation is one I'm just staying miles, miles away from. Maybe you hold on to Amari Cooper. Maybe you hold on to Jerome Ford. Other than that, man, this this offense is just, it's a tough, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. There's no real transaction associated here other than, especially if you have him, you just, you're going to have to hold him. I have him in in uh, the injury-prone league with uh, J.J. Zacharyson, Scott Barrett, Graham Barfield. Uh, I'm struggling in that league. I am struggling in that league, uh, and I have Deshaun Watson as one of my quarterbacks. Let's go to his his teammate, Jerome Ford. Initially, when this injury happened, I tweeted out that it looked like it could be a minor high ankle sprain. That's exactly what Schefter came out and confirmed. Uh, This is a one- to two-week absence is what Schefter is reporting. That also makes sense. And the average for players who miss two games or less with a high ankle sprain, at least since 2016, the average amount of time that they miss is one. 
So hopefully he can actually be back in two weeks and not miss the two full games, but that is always obviously in the cards. Uh, Pierre Strong is somebody to consider in semi-deep leagues, and obviously Kareem Hunt is a guy that probably is going to take continue to take more work out of that backfield. But again, if we have P.J. Walker uh, manning, com- commanding that offense, I'm not entirely certain how that's going to look. And even if we have a Deshaun Watson that is apparently looks like he's 70% uh, commanding that offense, I don't know what that'll look like either. But nevertheless, Jerome Ford, high ankle, minor. This is probably a time where you should consider if somebody's still really hanging on to Jerome, the Jerome Ford dream. Not that Jerome Ford's bad. Not that he hasn't done good work with the opportunity that he's been given. It's just that entire situation, that offensive situation is murky. These high ankle sprains can linger up to a month after uh, uh, players sustain them. So if you can get, again, get value back. I'm not saying trade him away for nothing. If you can get value back for Jerome Ford, that's very equal to what you believe he's valued at, then I might be doing that. Christian Watson, also a little bit of a situation that's interesting. Um, This is a knee injury, we're assuming, but he also mentioned something along the foot. Here's what his uh, initial quote was. He said, my foot got stuck in the ground and got rolled up on kind of weird, but we're also looking at his knee. His knee was twisted up. It looked like it was an MCL-PCL issue. It actually seems like he's going to be fine, According to what he said, according to what he said, it sounds like he's going to be fine. Um, overall, we know that he's had issues with that knee in the past. Um, it's just a situation that at this point, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen for Christian Watson. Hopefully, he stays healthy and gets back on the field. This could still end up uh, resulting in about a one-game absence for him. Just be on the lookout for his practice status, his practice report. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash injury prone to get full updates constantly. Another teammate, so a teammate of his, Luke Musgrave, on video is a classic low ankle sprain. The good news is he didn't get rolled up on with his own weight even, and he only and he didn't get rolled up on with the defender's weight, didn't land on him. They ruled him out, and the issue with this lateral ankle sprain is how severe the swelling is and how painful it is. If there's no structural damage, so we're saying no fracture, no actual ligament tearing, then that is going to be really a pain tolerance and, an, and a swelling management issue for Luke Musgrave. Typically, what you see out of pass catchers is that 80% of them play the following week. But if this is Luke Musgrave's first ankle injury, a lot of times that initial stretch, that initial swelling, that initial response from the body is enough to really push guys in the direction of not playing because their bodies just never felt that uh, pain before. It's not that they can't tolerate the pain. It's that their response is like a legit response. Their body's response is uh, legitimately wacky. So again, Luke Musgrave at a high risk to sit. Most of the time guys can go just be on the lookout for his practice status here. Um, but just based on them ruling him out, being in a boot, all that stuff, he's at a high risk to sit until we get further news. The last guy here, Gerald Everett, the Chargers initially called us a quad injury. I went back and watched the video. He sort of lands on his hip, almost like a hip pointer, like a hip contusion type situation. I think in the worst case, in a worst case world, this is like a 2022 Leonard Fournette situation where he misses a game, comes back. Uh, I, I think in a best case world, he just returns next week. Again, all of these injuries that we're talking today seem to be of the relatively minor variety. So Gerald Everett, if you've been hanging on to him, don't drop him. I don't think that's anything serious until we hear anything back. Players to monitor, uh, DK Metcalf, I think, returns this week. Uh, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to return this week. Zach Charbonnet, mm, this is a bit of a, of a wild card here. We'll see what uh, 
what the what the Seahawks say about Zach Charbonnet, but he is dealing with a hamstring strain. We know those can be finicky. They can be injuries that just stick around and linger. Really, a lot of the Seahawks are dealing with hamstring stuff, uh, hamstring injuries right now. So another guy that we should see back is Miles Sanders, and then who knows what happens? Traylon Burks, honestly, anybody's best guess. If they decide to hold him out one more game, I'm not sure whether I wouldn't have just thrown him on IR, uh, but Traylon Burks should make a return at this point. So if you want all of the updated uh, return timeline projections, uh, you can see Christian Watson, Daniel Jones, David Montgomery, Devon Achan, Debo Samuel, who, of course, recently got placed. Well, no, I'm sorry. Let me back up. That is phrasing. Uh, Debo Samuel is going to miss time. He does have a hairline fracture in his shoulder. The, usually that means guys are going to miss anywhere between two and four weeks. I wouldn't anticipate Debo Samuel being back until the bye week. But again, if you want all those guys, Greg Dulcich, James Conner, you know, Jamie Garoppolo that we talked about just a minute ago, Justin Fields, timelines on all those guys, make sure you go to my uh, Twitter, my X, whatever you want to call it, at FBInjuryDoc. Make sure you are following along at the Patreon, patreon.com slash prone for more news and information like this. Hey, would love if you leave a review. Would love if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that stuff really does help. If anything else, give us feedback on Twitter at FBInjuryDoc, what you like, what you didn't like. Drop it in the comments below. How can we make this show better for you? We really will read that, and we really appreciate the feedback. Other than that, gracias por tus oídos.